0: To the marks ish Brothers podcast. Uh, long time no talk, I guess. It's been a, a little bit of a, uh, a time between our last couple episodes, but I guess we are both students, so we are busy bees. <laughs> uh, how have you been these past <laughs> few weeks?
1: Uh, yeah, I've been alright. A little busy with school, and yeah, it's it's yeah, it's been an adventure uh, doing online. I definitely miss in-person classes and living. Uh, with good Wi-Fi, but you know what? We're making the best of it. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> And we are yeah. trying a new software, so hopefully this will make our conversations a little bit more coherent, uh, mm-hmm. but I guess we will see. Um, anyways, today we are talking about The Thing from 1982, uh, directed by John Carpenter. Uh, do you have any fun facts for us, Cam?
1: Well, yeah, it's directed by John Carpenter. It's a remake of um, a movie called The Thing from Another World in 1951 is based on a novella called who goes there uh yeah it has a good cast um notably kurt russell uh wilford brimley uh and keith david are the big stand notes yeah.
0: so can i just say that like kurt russell looked real good in this movie like, man kurt russell oh, oh man 80, 80s kurt russell does something else well his, his hair was just like flowing and he had a nice little scruffy beard like it, it was it was a good look
1: like, you, 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 you definitely get why, for Guardians 2, why they wanted Kurt Russell to be, because like, he's supposed, he's, supposed, he's supposed to be an 80s throwback character, mm-hmm. and like, cause, and, and it, this movie kind of shows, shows why. Like, I haven't seen a lot of Kurt Russell movies, like, I've seen this one, and um, Escape from New York. Okay. Which, I, which, which, which I guess, are his two most popular movies. Yeah,
0: I've watched but. a lot of his, like, earlier movies, like, when he was a child. <laughs> I, I love his, his early movies like uh, The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes or uh, The World's Strongest Man or uh, I think there's an Invisible Man one as well. But uh, oh. he definitely has uh, quite the repertoire of movies that he's been in.
1: Yeah, he's definitely... For, 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 as he, he probably is one of the most popular American action actors yeah. probably of, of all time, but specifically of the 80s period.
0: Well, like he had so many like big ones in like the eighties, like uh, well, like John Carpenter's uh, uh, what is it, Big Trouble in Little China, or something like that, Little Chinatown, yeah, um, uh, yeah, Big like, Trouble in Little China, that's probably like, like that's his classic one, and then uh, I think he was in Tombstone as well, which was a western in the late eighties, I believe.
1: I haven't, see, I haven't seen that one, but I've heard pretty good things. I've watched I watched the Star Trek episode, which is um, based on the Ok Corral right yeah the the old
0: 60s uh series mm-hmm. so i mean yeah the 60s yeah. was all about westerns so uh but i i i mean i'm a big fan of westerns but yeah kurt russell great actor and i thought he did yes. a really good job in this movie overall like i thought he was a perfect sort of leading man in this movie yeah how did how did you feel about i love about
1: how I love how he kind of like breaks a lot of lead man. Like he's not like he's not super high up in the in the camp structure. Like I, I, I think at the head you have Wilford Brimley. Like he's a couple of notches down from being the leader, but he he, he takes charge when he has to, when this situation goes very wrong really really quick. Mm-hmm. And like 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 he and you can see how he's willing to risk everything. To keep the world safe.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I actually uh, (laughs) watched this movie for an essay uh, that I chose to do in my film class. Uh, Okay. So I watched in that context, but I I watched it again just for pleasure because I I really liked this movie a lot. Um, But yeah, there's definitely lots of very interesting little aspects to this movie that um, I feel can go unnoticed very easily. Uh, the biggest mm. being is sort of its, uh, I want to say it's like commentary or its discussion on uh, feminism. I'm not sure if you noticed that through this movie, but there are no women characters.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very noticeable right away.
0: Yeah. And um, <laughs> so for my essay, I was actually comparing it to uh, the novella um, and like how it differed. And so in the original novella, The monster looked like, or was like, worded to look like Medusa, which, uh, interestingly, was very chosen because Freud typically compared uh, like the female uh, genitalia to Medusa. So, so the original alien from the novella was supposed to be sort of a representation of uh, women, and so like the struggle in the movie is sort of supposed to be the struggle between men and women. So like the sort of the, the alien uh, at least in the movie from what I uh, interpret is that it's basically just trying to survive. Like it's not really necessarily trying to take over. Uh, Like there's even like a a line or something where they say like, it just wants to freeze itself to survive. Uh, So I, 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 I sort of interpreted like it's almost like, uh, the, the humans are all trying to destroy it and kill it and the alien is just trying to survive and that can be seen sort of in society where women or like females uh, or even like non-gendered people are just trying to survive and like in a in like work situation or any sort of situation like that and uh, mm-hmm. men will just be like trying to shoot them down and make them not succeed.
1: Yeah, this movie definitely plays on the fear of the other. Like obviously when it comes to women um g- 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 gender and sexual minorities and minorities specifically like people of other races like there's a lot of z- xenophobia in this movie because mm-hmm. well obviously the obviously the the, the bad the, the thing is an alien um and yeah and like I wish I wish that the alien could communicate because because uh I feel like me being a classic pacifist if we just have a discussion maybe we won't have to resort to violence
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah but, but yeah what did you have to say
1: yeah i i love the, the 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 creature effects in this movie like mm-hmm. i've never been like I, i've never been a big horror guy i it wasn't really something that i grew up with um but it seemed like just how like how how real everything looks and that and how the attention to just the keeping things practical and like like you, 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 couldn't do that now. Nowadays, with their green screen tennis balls, and <laughs> yeah, like wearing, this...
0: wearing the, the the green leotard and with like the little red balls taped to them or whatever the ping pong balls.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was looking in, in some info on the production of, of this movie, and yeah, so uh, the film was fifteen million dollar budget, which, which I think was pretty big at the time, like fifteen mil. Like that's mm-hmm. like, not that'd be a little budget, but I think for the eighties that was wasn't huge, but like, it was big enough. Yeah, one point five million was spent on the creature
0: effects. That's impressive. Yeah, and and so like, like you can definitely yeah. see that like the like John Carpenter had like a love for making this movie. Like he wanted to make this movie.
1: Like I'm, I'm not sure how popular he was at, at the time. Uh, like he, at this he po- wasn't
0: very popular. This was his first studio movie.
1: Oh, okay, had, had had he done Halloween yet, or when was that one released?
0: I think like he had done Halloween, but that was an independent movie, and that was what got him to be able to do this movie yeah. with the studio. Um,
1: okay, so yeah, so he had... Okay, so, so I was looking at at his filmography right now. So he'd done Dark Star, which is a sci-fi one, as all on pre thirteen, yeah, Halloween, and yeah, it's like he he had a pretty good run there in terms of like. Like his first few movies being really good and having a, having a, a good mix of independent and just studio productions.
0: Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, this was like the first one where he had like lots of money to be able to do kind of what he wanted, and you can definitely see that he went all out with like the the special effects.
1: <laughs> yeah, cause even like in Escape from from New York, which is like it's a it's it's very low budget, and you can like feel that in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, because the concept there's like it's really set along, along like two blocks, and like everything. And every time you think that there's gonna be a, a big set piece, nope, it's a two person character <laughs> thing. Yeah, this, yeah,
0: yeah. I haven't seen that movie, but uh, it's definitely on my list. Um, but uh, interestingly, I'm not sure if you knew about this movie, but uh, when it first released, it was universally panned and like thought it to be a terrible movie. Uh, like pretty much all the critics at the time hated it. Uh, audiences hated it. Like it, it didn't. I don't think it even really made its money back until much after it released. Um, partially because it came out the same summer as ET. Ooh. So when when people saw like a friendly alien, they would didn't really want to watch a dark horror movie where the alien is the <laughs> bad guy. <Yeah. laughs> so so it ended up being like sort of universally like dismissed until like kind of uh, in the 90s and the early 2000s when it started uh, becoming popular again. Um, I mean, I definitely, uh, I personally really enjoy the movie. I think like sort of the darkness of it really actually adds to it. Uh, But at the Mm -hmm. time it was, they they didn't like that. Uh, How about you? How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I feel like it definitely like, it, it shows how almost like how like, again, like almost like genre, Horror and like other small genres, like it's almost a similar thing today. Where if a movie isn't like a, a, a big budget Marvel superhero movie, it's it's almost seen almost seen as a le- as a little lesser movie or like a class different, and they're more likely to get the benefit of the doubt in quality to a Marvel movie or a superhero film.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, um, I can see how how that happens quite a bit. Yeah, there's been a, a lot of
1: talk about that again because. Martin Scorsese had a, had a really good thing to say when, when it comes to like the quantification of cinema into like just content to consume not art to view and to cherish.
0: Yeah, I, I mean I've, I've definitely like seen that. Like I, I totally agreed with the statement like look at how many sequels there are like how many original movies come out in a year. Right? Like yeah, mm-hmm. like like well this year I find that there are Like more coming out, but like for the past like ten years, it's been like, oh, it's the Hunger Games uh, trilogy or saga. Oh, it's Star Wars coming back again. Oh, it's all the Marvel movies. Oh, it's uh, all these big franchises. Right? It's not like 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 you you make like a good movie, like something like uh, Baby Driver, then all of a sudden now they're wanting to make. Uh, oh, we're gonna make uh, like three more sequels or whatever. Like, if you have like oh, a, yeah. if you have a hit, they want to like turn into a franchise or like <laughs> like let's talk like yeah. uh, uh, like the Fast and Furious franchise, right? Like, <laughs> like how like it just keeps on going when you really don't need to, right? Like, it's it's just something to watch. It doesn't necessarily have something to say. Uh, whereas, like, I I think like when cinema is at its peak is when it. Is commentating on society around it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and even when also, like like what I find is even when things are trying to talk about society, like let's say something like the Joker, they're just basically copying better works.
1: We live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear!
0: Yeah, we, apparently, we do. Apparently, uh, we do. but yeah. uh, I I do want to go now into a little bit of spoiler territory. Mm -hmm. So if you have not seen, uh, the thing from 1982, uh, go watch it right now and listen to the rest of our episode after, uh, anyway, so what I wanted to say, uh, this is an interesting little tidbit, uh, but originally, uh, this movie actually had a different ending. Um, so because, uh, like this was Carpenter's first studio film, he was worried that, or like not he was worried, but the studio was worried that it was too dark of an ending where you don't really know if Kurt Russell's uh, character is an alien or not, or if like the person he's with is an alien or not, right? Like like it has a very uh, ambiguous ending where you don't really know like what the outcome is. Uh, so Carpenter actually shot a whole nother ending where uh, Kurt Russell's character Makes it out. He's tested, and he's not an alien. He he is a, a human. Um, but it actually tested worse with audiences to have that ending. Hmm. So I want to ask you: How do you feel? Would you have liked that alternative ending where you find out that Kurt Russell's character uh, was like a real human? He made it out alive. He was telling the truth the whole time. Or would you do you like that sort of ambiguous ending where you don't know what really happens?
1: I don't know. I I part of the part of the reason that makes the movie so iconic is the ending. Like I can't imagine this movie with with, with a different ending, like with you you not really sure who it is. Like I I I had the idea of like them like both dying at the end, and then at the end you don't know, but 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 the thing is dead. Everyone's dead, but yay, the thing can't go and go anywhere else. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But.
1: Yeah, I I, I can't. I, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm saying like I I can't imagine this this, this movie with it with, with, with a different ending. I wonder what that we got is probably probably the best one.
0: Yeah, I I, I like it. Well, like I have watched or like read a lot of like theories about it because I I can and that's what I like to do. And uh, <laughs> one of the theories that I found really interesting is like um, at the ending, McCready uh, hands uh, what's his name uh the other uh, only but person alive um who's that guy at the end anyways so uh, child's
1: played by Keith right Keith David child, He's good so, in uh yeah in community he's in season six yes
0: uh, anyways uh so like when he hands him the whiskey bottle um earlier we saw him like dumping out or like, like he was out of whiskey and he had filled them with gas gasoline to like light the rooms on fire mm-hmm. so like, he hands him the whiskey bottle and and uh, Childs, like, just takes a swig of it and he makes no sort of reaction. And then that's when Kurt Russell's character, like, kind of smirks. Uh, mm-hmm. So what the theory is, is that, like, obviously MacReady knew that there was, like, gasoline in there. So when, uh, the, like, the thing wouldn't know what gasoline tastes like. So by him just, like, drinking the gasoline and making no sort of reaction, uh, then MacReady knew that he was the alien and so that he could, like, destroy him
1: okay mm-hmm. so one thing that i didn't get i'm not sure if, if, if this was me not paying close enough attention but it seems like there was like was there more than one alien because it, se- it, seems, it seems like at parts there could be multiple like,
0: uh at parts there would be like it's like basically if it eats you or whatever then like you would become like an alien
1: okay I, th- I-, I thought it was more like an alien jumping from body to body,
0: so... No, but... like, 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 it's basically like, uh, like let's say in the book, basically, like, the whole team becomes infected by the alien, and they don't know that they're aliens. Oh!
1: oh, that, 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 that sounds good.
0: And so, like, that's why you have to, like, take the blood test to, like, you yourself know if you're an alien or not. Uh, so, like, that's where the, the movie differs from the book, and... Um, because they don't know themselves if they're an alien or if like the alien has taken over their bodies uh, whereas this like they do know if they're if they've been taken over but uh, like we see that like the doctor who's like uh, locked in the out room he's possessed by the alien and there's aliens in uh, the building so like you know that there are like multiple aliens right yeah um, that's- that that seems really <laughs> good though like when they're testing to see who the uh, the alien like who has the alien inside of them basically when they like test it with the blood I I definitely might have jumped a little when like they first like when the blood like screams <laughs> oh that's ugh. that, that, that it, made me oh. made me jump I was I was I was uh that was a jump scare for me okay
1: <laughs> the dog at the start of this of this movie should, should have won best supporting actor like
0: yeah so good the, the, yeah, the dog, dog was gave amazing.
1: such a like, such a, such a good performance, yeah. like, like, from him running away, it's like, like, okay, well, what is this dog doing? He's getting chased down by the Norwegians, like, all of a sudden, like, like, and as soon as he enters that pit with the other dogs, it's like, okay, something's up,
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: like, he's like, he, 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 he acts just, like, not dog enough, or like, okay, you know, something's off, but also, like, he's a really, he's a really cute dog, I, I'm a dog person, I love, I love dogs, so... But, like, just seeing, seeing, seeing that first transformation from, like, yeah. the dog into the Spider, oh, man. all the effects in the movie, and I know we've talked about that already, but like, that's, the effects, mm, so good, just Very tasteful.
0: Good. Well, the, the absolute best effect that, like, absolutely caught me off guard was when uh, the doctor was, like, doing CPR, or, like, uh, doing, like, the electrical shocks or whatever, and then, like, <laughs> the chest just opens up and, like, eats his arms. Um, that I was like, "Whoa, wait, what? What happened there? That was out of nowhere." <laughs> uh, that, that, but that that was an amazing effect. Like that was probably my favorite effect in the whole movie, and it caught me off guard. But it was impressive. How, how the, visual, the, one? the
1: visual, the visual, the visual that the guy got me the most was the one where like, where the guy who is an alien starts like eating another guy, and there there's like so sort of, there's a guy's torso, like, a guy's legs hanging out of a guy's mouth. And it's like vibe in there. I'm like, I I never wanted to see what what a person eating another person whole would look like.
0: <laughs> but now you know,
1: and, and then now I've seen it. So you know you got it's you never it's not something that I expected going going in, into this movie, but uh, yeah, like I had known that the, the the ending go going in because like it's been on for forty years. I've I've heard about the ending, mm-hmm. but he, but like being able to see. The events that happened from beginning to the end like it's not like if if you know what ending going into a movie it's not necessarily, it's not gonna be boring like because part of the journey like yes part of the journey is the end, also like seeing the events that lead up to the end like that 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 made that made this movie a whole lot better for me because mm-hmm. like it was like the anxiety and the anticipation like I know that no one's surviving this but like yeah but it's, it's good getting to see, getting to see how he, no one's punched fast
0: yeah uh did you know that there's a 2011 prequel to this movie i did i haven't seen it
1: but would
0: that follow the norwegian team yeah, then yeah it follows the norwegian team and like how oh, okay how the the things sort of took over um i haven't seen it either but apparently it's okay not nothing fantastic ha-
1: has a decent cast. Mary, you, you with Winstead, Joel, Edgerton. Oh,
0: not uh, yeah. bad. Um, good. I, I've not seen any of the other two things, just this one. And yeah, I, I enjoy it. I, I like it a lot. Um, me too. I was also going to say, going back to my, my sort of uh, uh, female character thing, the the only sort of, other than the alien, the only female character uh, that you really see is or hear is the computer, like the chess computer. Yes. Which I also thought was interesting. Uh because uh like when he's playing he like feel like he's very confident and then like he says like oh like or what does he say? Like uh like oh like like you're dumb or whatever for uh for the move you make and then the computer like promptly beats him right away. <laughs> And then then he's like, oh, you dumb bitch, and then pours his drink into there. And uh, (coughs) basically what I, like going back to what I was talking about, like uh, with like uh, sort of equality is how uh, oftentimes, like let's say in a workplace, if a woman uh, will do something like as she's supposed to. Then uh, men will be like, "What? Like you? How? How do you do that? You're not supposed to do that." And then just like <laughs> sort of do whatever they can to sabotage their success. Uh, like mm-hmm. you see that so often, right? Where like women will have to work twice as hard to do the exact same thing, just because of like all the sexism and stuff. Like especially like yeah. in professional workplaces, but just in uh, the world around. And I, I think, like that by having an all male cast, they really do sort of hit that home in a way Mm -hmm. i'm not sure i'm like how do you feel about that
1: yeah i feel like a lot of movies get dumped on like a lot of older movies for having prominently male cast which i think is oh which i think is a just it's mm, it is just but yeah yeah, but but you can't just say flat out that this movie sexist for not only having men i think like i think part of the part of that discussion is why does not hiring men like if it's just because oh we don't like women actors okay, that's dumb, but like because if if trying to show this is, what, this is what happens when men are left to their own devices, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's like it's like that that's also a good discussion. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
0: Well, I was uh, I actually read an Atlantic article about this movie. And they said like basically like yeah if you had like uh, some like sort of like female characters or like non-binary folks uh, in the, like this sort of, in the mix, that the whole situation would be a lot differently because like Mm -hmm. in this one, basically everyone's sort of fighting for power, uh, like both, like between themselves, like they're sort of fighting for who should be leader and also fighting the thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Whereas like you throw some other people into the mix and then maybe you have some more like compassion or... Uh, less just crazy hormones being like, oh, "I'm the macho man. I must be the best." Kind of uh, sort of situation.
1: Yeah, I'm actually curious about the 2011 know because that movie is led by a by a woman, Mary e. w- Elizabeth Winstead. So I'm curious about how the, how that movie plays out with not just men. I think it's still prominently male cast with with some with a female lead for sure.
0: Yes. Well, yeah. if if the the listeners want us to review that movie, then let us know on uh, on our social meads. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're gonna be more
1: more more active with that going
0: forward. We you uh,
1: we have had some t- t- technical difficulties with our episode, but like now we can hopefully. Do, start doing more, so I'll, we'll start being more more active. Yes, because on there,
0: I, I feel so. This recording software is pretty good. Not gonna lie. Yeah,
1: it's it's working well so far. I think
0: so. Uh, so shout out to Clean Feed. If anyone uh, out there who is also a podcaster, uh, hit me up and I can maybe help you out. Um, I think that's all I have to talk about this movie. Do you have anything else to say? Any final words?
1: Yeah, I think that's everything. I definitely recommend that this movie um where did you like did you do you, do you have this movie on physical or how, how how did you watch it
0: uh i watched it online okay i yeah. watched it where did i find it i think i rented it
1: i found it at the entertainment exchange which is where i got a lot of my my, my movies so shout out to them good winnipeg some small business mm-hmm. i love supporting them uh so i'll give them a shout out here nice. uh and yeah, I didn't think I th- think I got like the collector's edition Blu-ray. I think it's from Shout Factory. It's not a still book, but I think it's like still like th- it cost me like thirteen bucks. Like it's
0: that's not bad. I, I, very, I really want creepy. the one from Shout Factory because I was I was looking up because I was like, like after I watched I was like this is a really good movie. I definitely want to uh, like see it again. I want it in my collection. And then uh, yeah, the Shout Factory had a uh, uh, a collection like for the thirtieth anniversary or something like that.
1: I think they may have the steelbook at the entertainment station. I'm not sure yet. I'll have to go and check.
0: I might have again. to stop there sometime. It is on my bus route to work. Maybe I just have to go there early one day. Because nice. I need some more Blu-rays. Well, I don't need. I want. <laughs> <laughs> to sit here. My, my shelves are getting so full. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am on the hunt for some new shelves. Not just for my Blu-rays, but also for my large book collection. I just... I, I like to collect media, and eventually I'll just have my own library.
1: <laughs> well, I, 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 thanks for having a little Blu-ray corner here. What uh, Have you picked up any movies recently on, on Blu-ray?
0: Or uh, My last thing that I've gotten was my uh, Criterion Collection uh, haul. Oh, nice. Um, which, uh, for the audience, I got The Princess Bride, uh, Do the Right Thing, and Parasite. Uh, three very, very good movies. I also own those those three criterions. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's good. Really good. I need to watch all the bonus features for Parasite. I I watched the movie with, uh, uh, with a couple other people um, in my apartment, and uh, well, Rat and <laughs> uh, uh, he, he finally got to see it, and he thought it was not bad. Nice. But I feel as though I I liked it a lot more than he did. Yeah. Like uh, classic. I've...
1: Oh well, what movies have, have I found recently? I found this will sound crazy and also very me. Um, it was a nine film collection Blu-ray. Um, it's all the it's the four Superman it's it's the four seventies, eighties super Superman movies, the four Batman movies from the eighties and nineties, and Superman Returns all on Blu-ray. A box, a big box set for like f- 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 fifty bucks. So like that is impressive. Bad. I yeah, am. That was, yeah, that, that was at that was at the exchange. Obviously,
0: that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I am on the hunt for. I want 1989 Batman on Blu-ray. That's my 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 target set on that. I can hook you up. No, good because <laughs> I I love that movie. I haven't seen it in a while. I own it on VHS, but VHS quality is lacking compared to Blu-ray. <laughs> uh, also, I don't have a VHS player in. Uh, Winnipeg. It's at my mom's, so uh, if I we'll wanna... talk
1: after we'll talk after we're, we're done recording. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds good. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have to say. Uh, stay safe out there. Uh, if you want to listen to more episodes and r- different movies, let us know so we know what you want to hear. Uh, and that has been the Marx Ish Brothers for this week. Uh, my name is Joseph. I am Cam and listen to us maybe next week maybe not who knows we'll see (laughs) good night bye bye now Uh, let me see how to stop the recording